Okay. Karen, are you awake? Yeah. Did you taste your coffee? Yeah. How does it taste? Ooh, that's way strong. How much did you put in? Uh, when I... How many scoops of coffee? Two. Huh? For the first time, there were two scoops. I don't get for the first time. I, I remember I broke the thing. And so I changed it and put a half a scoop in the other one. And did the other half cup, uh, half a cup. It's stronger than my three scoops was this morning. Okay. You got water right there. Add some to it. It's cold water, man. There's hot water mm. in the... Speaking of strong coffee and water, I think I'm going to start once we move and buy all the things that we want to buy. Um, do the cold brew? No. Yeah. I thought you were going to do that. No, cold brew point. is fine. I don't like cold coffee. I don't think cold brew has to be cold, but I don't know how you'd warm it back up again. Because the cold ice, brew... Right? No, 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 no. Cold brew... Means that it's brewed at a cold temperature. Right. You brew it in the refrigerator. The actual brewing process well, we is watching, in the refrigerator. We were watching that thing with Seinfeld and the comedians in the cars. And one of the places they went had this gigantic contraption in the middle of the restaurant where it was a like a place where they um, Roast coffee. roasted the coffee. And they had this giant glass container filled with ice. And then I watched them put the ground in a thing underneath. To make the water cold. Yep. And then there was like a tube that went into a container at the bottom. And it was suspended in the center of the restaurant. And you could watch the cold the cold brew be made, but that was a giant block of ice that they right. were using. Well, yeah. Right, but that was just making the, the, water, cold. the water cold. You're brewing using cold water through the grounds, which then takes longer for the for all of the chemical goodness of the grounds to then come out mm -hmm. of the grounds and into the solution. You need you need more time. If you did it just like if you took this lukewarm water here and did that, you'd be waiting for a long time to get to this strength. Mm -hmm. Whereas if it's hot water, you're getting you're getting right to Instant. it. Instant, yeah. Um, but no, not cold brew. What I was thinking, because I said before, I want to get a real espresso machine, not a cheap, sorry, like the one we had back in the. Oh, that thing was terrible. It tasted so bad. But the one I bought. Yeah, it's on the yard sale or whatever. Yeah. yeah, that thing tasted awful. My That's why own. it didn't get used. All right. It tasted terrible. It, it like nothing about it, it. It never got good. So getting a good one, middle of the road, you're talking two three hundred dollars. Yeah. For middle of the road espresso maker, the more more better ones. Mobetta oh, makes it more better. The more better ones, those are, um. Like six to eight hundred dollars. For the love of Pete. And then the ones that are super duper swing being 
I can run dollars. right. Those are two, three thousand dollars for one machine. Tiny little machine. So I don't want. <laughs> I don't. No, no. That's like the I can do four at a time type um, style machines. No, I saw a one cupper that was three thousand dollars. But then it did it have a grinder on it? Yeah. And did it have the milk already yep. in it? And did it was it auto fully automatic? Because they've got ones yeah. now, which I don't want. They got the ones now where you set it up, you put your coffee your coffee beans in the back, you put your milk in, and then you hit a button and it does it all yeah. and makes the drink. Yeah, and I that, don't want that. It had a timer. Right, see I don't want so that. So you could time it to do it for you in the morning. Yeah, I I don't I don't want the automatic. I want the a basic manual one. So one that where I can really learn how to make the but that means taking the shot or double shot or triple shot of espresso and adding the same temperature water that you have from the shot so it doesn't cool off and just pouring it on top. Mm-hmm. That's what an Americano is. Got ya. Which is what you would get whenever you want a regular coffee. That's what you're getting. But that tastes different than a, just a drip coffee. So, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to, the, for, to that I idea. wish I could get excited about that stuff, but I just, I don't like you don't the flavor like of coffee. coffee. You don't like coffee. You ain't no coffee drinker. I'm not. But isn't coffee an acquired taste? Like beer. It is. Or alcohol in general. Mm, yeah, yeah, kind of. But beer is got a lot of stuff. I mean, what's in a, a, a beer that you would have eaten in your daily life without beer? Like Chocolate. Bread. What's it? What? What ingredient is in beer? I just said chocolate. No, it's not. There is no chocolate in the beer. So Sometimes there's chocolate in the beer. No, 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 no. Beer. You're talking about specialty beers that people... No, no. Oh, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking beer. about just a beer. Regular old beer. Sugar. Bread. No, no, no. What is the ingredient inside of beer that you would have eaten as a child? Yeast. In bread. Oh. And sugar. And sugar. And what else? Water. <laughs> That's it. You don't eat hops. Or barley. You don't eat barley. You see well, what I mean? Well, you, you might eat most barley. of us don't. In America, we don't just eat barley. I mean, it's not. I like mean, if a, you're a tabbouleh eater, you eat barley most of the time because yeah, tabbouleh most is. Most people don't from, even know what tabbouleh is. It's nice. It's <laughs> nice. It's yummy. That it's literally nice. tells nobody whatever it is. But see, that's what I'm saying. So that's why you get to a certain age and you taste beer and you're like. What the, it's like a foreign thing. It's like eating real Chinese food. It's like, yeah. what the hell is this? You know, and I was no. talking to um, my friend last night, and I was like, I really want some Indian food. We have not had Indian food since we moved to Mexico. It makes this is me true. sad. Because Indian food is one of our... I would love to just have all the spices and learn how to make it. Well, maybe we can because do that. If there's an Indian population because, where we're going. Honestly, you're not going to get it here. No. No. No, even I can't we even find the basic. The I can't even find spices. soy sauce. Right, the like, basic stuff. The soy sauce they have here is the Japanese Japanese stuff, and it's not Kikaman. it's not the same as Chinese soy sauce. Nope. And it, then you'll find some with the Chinese looking label. 
and it's just watery shit. It's horrible. There's no flavor. It smells like vinegar. Yeah, it's, it's more vinegar really, than, than soy. It's really thin. I want the Thai spices. Oh, God. But see, the Thai spices and the Indian spices very are very similar. similar and close. Except for... But they're have, using them different, like in different combinations. But they yeah. have very similar spices. The things that they have in Thai cooking that they don't use in Indian are like the kefir lime leaves and the Thai basil, which I hate. I hate the Thai basil. Thai basil is awesome. Um, but that's pretty much it because they use a lot of ginger. They use a lot of lime. They use a lot of garlic. And they use a lot of sugar in Thai cooking. She can't really make a, a Thai dish. And brown sugar. Like. Like natural, regular sugar. Yeah, brown like sugar. The chicken and pineapple. You can't really make that effectively without the, the seasons. Yeah, well, you got to have the seasoning. The problem here is. If you don't have it, it's something else. You can't get the vegan oyster sauce. There's a, an oyster sauce that's only made in China. And it's distributed throughout Asia, but it's the only one in the world that is vegan. All the rest of them have... Meaning it has no oysters in it. Right, it has no oysters in it. (laughs) But you need that thick thick oyster, quote unquote, oyster sauce, in order to make a lot of the Thai dishes. I mean, the only thing here that, that you can get that you have a hard time getting other places is the tamarind, but... Actually, you can get tamarind in Mexico, no problem. That's what I'm saying. You can get tamarind here. No, oh, okay. no big deal. Like, they act like we've never heard of it. No, but they grow it here. Right. But in Thailand, they use a lot of tamarind. And in Indian cooking, they use grow tamarind. Too. Yep. It grows in people's front yards in Thailand. But it grows yeah. here as well. But it's only... Cause it's had... not this part of Mexico that grows the tamarind. It's, it's further south. Yeah, it's much further. Well, it's actually further down. Right. Is where the tamarind is grown because in the mountains, tamarind I don't think is growing like no, as no, it's not hot enough here. Down. Right, so you just go down and all of a sudden you've got the. No, if I could get a bag of tamarind pods, that's the best natural candy on the planet. I love to eat just plain tamarind. I don't need anything else in it. All right, roll the intro. Lucky that I, I I started the pump, huh? Ah! You got up right after I turned it on. Yeah, I know. I heard it come on. It's like six thirty. Six thirty-eight. Cause I woke I up. Waited. And I waited. I was, I was like, up at you know three thirty. I woke up and I was like. I mean, you know, like as one does. I need to go to the bathroom, but. If I get up to go to the bathroom, then I'm going to be up, and it's Saturday, and I don't want to be up at 6.38 a.m., so I'm not getting up. I was up. Everybody's up. Everybody's up at 3 o'clock in the morning. No, no. sir. That's your crazy ass. I was I'm not enjoying it. I was up at, like, 
six, and then started working on my game that I'm making. I'm making a game. Is this for fun or for a class? For fun. All right. It's... It smells weird, right? What is it? That was my backup. Can you guys see that? Wild Canyon. Wild Canyon, which I think is out of business because their website is only this one thing and it's sold out. We we found out this we found out yesterday oh. that Carmex is not vegan. No, all Carmex is not vegan. No, all Carmex is not vegan. There's not one vegan Carmex. Wait a minute, the one I'm using is vegan. I told you that. We but it said on but it said on their website they don't have a vegan Look. Carmex. Yeah, the one that I have, the ingredients that are on there, it's vegan. All right. It does not have the beeswax. But then I think a lot of the other ones do have beeswax. Yeah. Especially if they're in a stick form. Which I don't understand because those stick form ones are not solid, really. The only thing holding them together is the container. Maybe they're more a little more solid than... Because when... Like the little tub uh-huh. of Carmex, when it gets warm, it gets it can liquefied. Get, yeah, it becomes like liquid. So imagine that stick in your pocket. Yeah, it would be a mess. Yeah, I bet. All right, but Aaron needed some vegan lip balm, and the only thing I had in the house was this, was this wild, wild canyon. canyon that came in a box that, of smells, stuff. I guess it smells like it smells like old basement. It's got sunflower oil. It's fair trade certified sunflower oil. Cocoa butter. Candelilla wax? It's a plant. Shea butter. Meadow foam oil. Chia seed oil. Jojoba oil. Jojoba. Jojojoba. Sea buckthorn oil, mixed tocopherol, <laughs> rosemary extract, and caladinulula, calendula extract, and it's certified organic, GMO free, cruelty free, vegan. And compostable. Compostable. Hard to say, ain't it? So, yeah. The container is cardboard. It is cardboard, and it's falling apart, as you can see. Well, that's just a label. Yeah. I don't think, I think this will be the last one we get, because, like I said, you can't just buy it. No, I got it. I was doing this, uh... Like those monthly box subscription things. Um, and it came in one of those. And everything in those boxes are always vegan. And that was part of the appeal. You always got chocolate in those boxes. Well, Aaron got chocolate. Which I don't think I ever ate. I tried one that was a uh, rose or something. Was it orange it? and like an orange blossom and dark know. chocolate? No, I think it was a rose. Wasn't it? Was it sea salt? Don't put Maybe. flowers in chocolate. Flowers and chocolate don't. Don't, don't eat don't, flowers. It's, it's really not delicious. Flowers are alright. Flowers are alright, but that in chocolate, I'd rather just have dark chocolate. Yeah. yeah. 
And a little pink sea salt is nice. Goji berry. I love that goji berry. The goji berries are nice. I like those with the, they have some in the kitchen. Do you have a list? I have a little list. I have a list. What? I have one thing. What? Besides my. You want to do your one thing now or later? I can do it now. Okay. But it's besides my, my making a game. Um. What defines a sport? Because okay. I've always heard that there are many different definitions of what a sport is. So there's okay. no like one right if you, answer. If you're trying to make a difference between a sport and a competition, I would say there is a difference. But what makes something a sport? Could Uno be a sport? Could Uno be a sport? Is Uno a sport? Is chess a sport? It is not. Is bowling a sport? Is golf a sport? See, there are things that we definitely, I would say, most people agree are sports. Basketball, baseball, football, soccer. Uh, Okay. Curling. Is curling a sport? See, then all of a sudden you get started getting into this weird kind of gray area where what you think of as a sport is like um, you got to have movement, you've got to have athleticism, you've got to have uh, some sort of object. Well, oh, all comp- competitions have that. That's what makes competition competition. No, something like a ball or something. Oh, oh. now you have to have a thing that you manipulate, right. much like chess pieces. Right. See, my argument was there's a, a mental sport. And then there's a full body sport. Because <laughs> chess well, isn't full this body. Is, this is, unless it's full contact chess. I don't know how you do that, but just have a bunch of people. I, I, I don't. I, I think. I think what you're what you're identifying is that there is a there is a bias in what people from different cultures call sport. And I don't, I really don't think there's a definitive answer because there's not really agreement on what a sport is. So like, for example, I don't know if I ever thought wrestling was a sport for some reason. I never saw it as a sport. I've always seen it. Right. Boxing, I, they, they seem like competitions. But then, well, what is badminton? Right. And I guess... Say badminton was a sport. Is tennis a sport? Right, is tennis a sport? And most people would say, yes, tennis is a sport. You know, you don't have to hold your phone. I went to um, use my phone and then my iPad, because the case is so old, just... But I guess it. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, I cannot answer that question. It depends on where you are. Because if you go into one culture, they're going to have a list of things that they consider sports. And they're going to be very adamant about what is not a sport. Right. So what's the difference between a competition and a sport? Well, I would say bowling is a competition. 
Why can't it? You are competing one? against another player. You are. It, it is an us and them. It is a me versus him or a me versus her. But that's in basketball and football. Right. So, no, no. All sports are competitions, but not all competitions are sports. Okay. That's why Uno can be a competition. Okay. But competition, sport. sport, or game. Right. Now. But a game can become a sport. Can it? Yes, basketball. Can it? It was a game. And it became a sport. It was always a sport. It was literally... Actually, it no, was... No, it was a game no. first. At first, it was fitness. It was like... No, no, it no. It was a game at for first, PE class. No. At first, it was fitness. The, ga- the whole thing was made for fitness during the winter when there were no other sports to play. I mean, that's what basketball, that's how it starts. But, is it a sport or a game? Are sport versus, is there a such thing as sport versus game? Like, they're different in some way. Can can you have a game that's not a sport? Uno. Sure. Can you have a sport that's not a game? I would say no. You see what I mean? So maybe sports... sports is a competitive game. Right. But, but there has to have another element to it that now defines it as a sport, thus leaving the other ones, whatever competitions and games are, leaving them out out of the cold. They're not. They're not sports. The I don't reason. know. You, you have to do it. Go down and do it one by one for each thing, and now you're gonna have to. Now you're gonna be defining what a game, what a competition, and what a sport is. Right. This was all brought up yesterday. Uh, I said something about Overwatch or something about esports. Right. And how people want that to be in the Olympics. Correct. That's what? Sitting on your ass and moving your thumbs is a sport? What is shooting a rifle? You're laying on the ground. Or, or standing no, I'm just, stagnant. If you're just shooting a rifle. If, if, I don't know that that's sport either. Right. Is our but wait, wait. Why Why do you only, only equate sports with the Olympics? I don't. Because jumping on trampolines doesn't seem much like a sport to me. It really does not. But it is a competition. It and seems you like are, a lot of fun. And you are graded. It is a lot of fun, but I don't know that it's. Where a sport. where is ice? Where is uh, ice skating a sport? I think ice skating is a sport. But how do you win? Do you get the highest amount of points by a subjective set of judges? Yeah, right. true. So Not, if you if, can't make a point, right? Like put a ball through wait, a is, ring and is get a that point. what we're saying? A sport is. That you have to have a thing that you manipulate in order to gain points, and you have no judges. Maybe. So then gymnastics become not sport. But then, would Uno be a sport? Well, we would say it's a game, right? You said it was a game. Right, but... What makes it a sport? What in its play would make it a sport? See, I'd say I guess, at some level, a sport would be defined by the social. Is chess a sport? No. Why not? It's a game. No, you're not giving us the reason why it's not a sport. We agree it's a game. 
but all sports are games. It all sports take are any games. physical ability to play chess. Why do you need physical ability? Because that's what sports are. Okay, then that means when I play Doom, I am playing a sport. No. Yes, because I you just said that your criteria was physical ability. Nope. And trust me, you have a dude that has no hands and tell him to go play Doom and he has to have a modified controller and he has to now use that controller. He has to do use his body in order to play that game. Just like I have to use my body in order to play that game. So how is it not a sport? But you have to use your body then to play chess. You can't move the board pieces with your mind that doesn't meet See, no. that means Uno could be a sport. So on See? your, on your uh, transcript, you want us to put that you played the sport of Uno? No, that's not my point. No. But why, why did you make that leap? Well, because I, you, it's not a sport. I know. It's what like, it what could how, be? No, no. How do you define what a sport is? I've had this conversation so many times. I don't know. That's because why I told him to bring it to the podcast. When you're talking about a sport, you're you're saying something about what you believe sport is. Yeah. Is braiding, I don't think, is braiding hair a sport? Hell no. Why not? It's an art. Oh god. Can't don't. can't some people that you're telling me that I can't be an artist on the court? I didn't say that. <laughs> well, like you just said, you, you, you're like, absolutely you're no. You're not. Why, wait, why does athlete have anything to do with being a sport? What? Why does being an athlete, which, of course, we don't have a definition for, why does that you mean? You asked me about hair. No, no, no. Hair why? is not a sport. Why not? Hair is an art. No, wait, there, it, it can be an art. It is but not a sport. Act, it will never be a the sport. The act of braiding someone's head could be a sport. It could. Be, it's a competition. It could be a competition. Competition there does are not competitions equal sport. Okay, we have already no, we said that. that. You need to get. You need to catch up to where we are. We've you already watched the footage. Look, I don't want to be in this conversation because I don't have the answers, which is why I said to bring it to the podcast. No, no, no. But it's not my, about your answer. It's no, about your opinion. Because basically, what we're saying is. When people talk about what is a sport, because is archery a sport? And that's in the Olympics. Is why? Wait, wait, wait. Why is archery a sport? Because you can do it in all different types of environments, and you have to do it in all types of environments. Oh my God. And what does environment have to do with sport? I just said to you, I don't have the answer. In my, my opinion, which I, I hate when people. That's what I'm asking. Yeah. I hate when people say in my opinion. <laughs> so you said because that. Daddy just said your opinion is blah blah blah. No 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 no. That's what I'm asking is your opinion because we don't sport. have a real way of defining Brady any of these terms. Is an art. But if you're oh God, no, it, it's not just an art. If we made it a game, like if we made it a competition, if I just sat here and but said it isn't. no, it could. Be. But it is right now. No, oh God, you're not getting it. I am getting it. It would be a competition if only we then had what? What would make it a competition? Rules, some kind of score, some kind of maybe judging like uh, gymnastics. I mean, what what 
takes us because we're if you're talking about esports, what takes us from something that is just a game or fun or a competition to being a sport that then should be recognized alongside all the other sports. Are esports sports? We call them esports, but we don't agree that they are sports. Should should uh, League of Legends be in the the Olympics? No. Should Overwatch be in? Right. The Olympics? Be, or should Overwatch no. be? It's a it's team based. There is a set scoring Set of, right. method. Right, there's, there's there's spectators that watch it. I mean, what makes any sport a sport? And I think it's international. That I, I don't think any of those things are real criteria for a sport. I, I I just don't know what the criteria is for sport because to me, you've got. The things that we agree on are sports, and when we agree that a thing is a sport, it is a sport. That's it. That's the only right. real criteria. We so all agree it's, it's not a, a sport. sport to the person who doesn't agree. Right, but when when the majority of people start to say, "Yes, that's a sport," now, then it's two days ago it wasn't a sport, but we agreed today. Yep, it is a sport, and from then on, it will be a sport. I mean, think about it. Like you said, with basketball, at some point, basketball was not a sport. It wasn't even looked at as a sport. It was just a, a thing people did. Today, it's a sport. So when did it go from not being a sport to a sport? At some point, there was some kind of agreement about it being a sport. Is downhill skiing a sport? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. How? How is it? Is bobsledding a sport? Yes. Oh, oh God, you have... Almost less control than downhill skiing. Right. You literally are just sledding. I mean, you got, you got little rails in the front that you can turn just a little bit, right? And that, that's all you get. I have been downhill skiing. I have not been bobsledding because bobsledding scares the pants off of me. Because you're just gonna saying. die. You're gonna die in that metal contraption. Well, I mean. I mean you're but at just, least with you're the literally, skis, I have some. You're I have control. literally sliding. Well, you're sliding on both. Oh, what about right. the which was the luge, where it's just the guy on the and sled the, and his little his little toes wooden, pointed in that wooden friggin' yeah, pallet you just, you just, that just flying down. So 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 you gonna die on that bitch too? You gonna <laughs> die? Well, wait, is death the possibility of death <laughs> a defining characteristic of sport now? I mean, I, what die. about okay? Uh, what about rock climbing? Is it a sport? Wait, you have a thing. I'm trying to help you. Rock climbing? Yeah. I don't know. You know. I don't know. Is, is, is... Is skateboarding? Because it's in the Olympics now. Right. I mean, it's, I guess... Is motocross? Now, now, I would... I would contend that there are competitions inside of the Olympics today that are absolutely not sports. Yeah. But that's neither here nor there. I'm not not saying... I'm not saying that... Listen, I'm not saying that being in the Olympics makes it a sport. Okay? That's important because I don't consider golf a sport. I don't consider ribbon twirling I a sport. I barely consider baseball a sport. Because, like, if you've seen, if anybody has ever seen Babe Ruth, this motherfucker was, like, one of the best. I mean, you know. Forget about Babe Ruth, but no, about saying, Cecil Fielder. I'm just saying, he's one of the best at the game. 
And he was smoking and eating hot dogs through the whole game. I don't know how anybody could do and that. And he was huge. And you couldn't do that if you were playing soccer. You couldn't do that if you were playing basketball. You couldn't do that if you were playing any other he would sport. Die. But in baseball, yes, you can. And baseball is the only sport you can play two times in the same day. Is that That's a sport? That's not true. What other sport we can played, you play? We played doubleheader soccer games. We played but one you, in the morning. But don't, but don't when you when they do that, don't they not play the same players in each game? No. I thought that they had because the team was big enough, they could have a. a this no. team is going to play the first game, and then this team is going to play the second. game. You don't game. have twenty-five players on a soccer team. No, no, you don't have to have twenty-five. But I'm saying there's a group. That is just not going to play that second game. They're going to play harder, run more, and they they're not going to be able to play that. Maybe at game. the professional level, they don't yeah, play that's like two games in a in a day. But in collegiate in high school, they play two games in a day. I've done it. Because that just seems like it's and volleyball. That second, that you second play game. Lots of different volleyball. Yeah, but volleyball is a little different. Volleyball, I can see because I mean you spend a lot of time in volleyball not being out there. Yeah. You know now I mean? volleyball, we could play a tournament, right. and and you can get a couple games in a day. Yeah, you have played three, four different teams in a day. Same girls. But is right. volleyball a sport? Hell yeah, it's a sport. What makes it a sport, dude? The fact that you did it. What? Is that what makes it a sport? The no. fact that you have a personal connection to it. No. Even if I didn't have a personal connection to it, it's a, still a sport. Like tennis is a sport, and badminton is a what crazy ass sport. Badminton is a sport. Yeah. What about table tennis? I don't know. I don't think it's a sport, I but mean, that doesn't it's, mean it's not. It's, a, it's, it's very physical. It's really giant tennis. I know. It's very physical. No, giant tennis. Mm-hmm. You are a giant standing oh, next yeah. to the the yeah. court. And I have watched the the old people in China playing that shit. I don't want to play them. They're whoo. But they hit that ball so hard. Is it? But then, is it just a game, or is it a sport? I'm sorry. Is, I don't think you're going to come to an answer for this no. thing. No. The, the 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 issue is culture is going to definitely enter in, and it's just not going to be a thing that you're going to be able to come up with. A definitive answer, but you could look up what is a game, what is a competition, what is a sport, and then let the the different activities fall where they fall based on your dictionary. Because <laughs> that's basically what's going to happen. So there you go. That was my my one thing. What's your game about? Your game. You said you're creating a game. Is it like a first-person shooter game, or is it the other kind of games that I don't know the word, the letters for? You're making the game that was in the demo for the Unreal Engine. Have you even looked and saw oh, if you could, if you can no, find like Unreal look. Engine and download it and use it? Have you even tried to see like how could you no, get it? I've tried to see if I could get Unity, but that's a that's a subscription service. Is it? Um, How much yes. is that? To get the development kit? Yes. How much is that a month? I don't remember. But I just know it's a it's a subscription uh, for Unity. And Unity, you can do 3D 
games in. And they're, I believe their development kit, it's got, it has the same level of like presets and stuff as the program I'm using, which is RPG Maker MV, all the way back from 2015. Um, and people are still making games with it. Uh, I think their Unity's kit has like that same level of presets so you can create things without coding. Um, but yeah, I'm making a, a old school top-down RPG. He's making Zelda. I'm making old Zelda, yeah. Where do you see the prices on these things? Uh-huh. <laughs> if you gotta ask. This is expensive. If you gotta ask. Well, I'm thinking There's if this Game is Maker something... Studio. This, if this is something you really want, why not take some of your graduation graduation money and graduation <laughs> graduation money and get what that's, you want? That's Ori in the Blind Forest. Um, if this is something that's going to go for your help you with your schooling, because this is what you're going to school for, and it's something that you need to use, why not use some of your graduation funds to pay for the I software? Know, I don't know if I need. Well, it's, it's, if you could start using something like this to make things, you're going to learn it because you're, you're trying to achieve, you know, like, how do I do this thing? And then you start learning it and you're going to learn it by learning the software. Yeah. Oh, what's wrong? What's wrong? What? Uh Say that. What's the problem? Uh What? What? It is $1,800 a year. For? For the pro. For what? For, for the Unity. For Unity. For Unity. $1,800 a year. Well, that's for business. Hold on. Okay, come on. Give us the numbers. You can't just look. I'm, yeah. Well, I'm trying the to The people, look. man. you got to consider it, the it people. The, the students are free. You're a student, man. Y'all are hearing this, right? This is this is the exciting radio that Karen is giving. Sorry, you. but eighteen hundred dollars a year? Well, that's for a. You just said that was for a business. God, dog, that's just. That's not expensive. expensive. That's not expensive. For a business, that's not expensive. Karen, how much would it be if we paid for the full Adobe Suite? You know how much that would cost? No. Like what did I tell you? No, 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 no. I just told you what that was in the video that um, what's his name did? What was Minus. it ten thousand, ten thousand yeah, dollars a year? Dollars a year. God dang. Just so that you have access to the entire suite yep. of uh, for an enterprise. Yeah. Because it was more than it was it was more than just like an individual. It was for an entire group to then do their work to do his videos. To do their stuff. This ten thousand dollars a year. The software is is you know. Yeah, software is, is the most expensive. It's bit. A, uh, yeah, it's it's <laughs> more expensive than the computer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I mean, if you went and bought CAD, AutoCAD, that's way expensive. I mean, even yeah. the even the program I, I have was expensive, and it's what five years old. Yeah. And I got it when it was on sale and I had discount tickets. So I got it 
real cheap. Yeah. I wasn't. Gonna I mean, the people that I mean, you have to remember these are the people that are making the tool for you to then take their tool and make a triple A uh -huh. sixty dollar game yeah. uh -huh. that you spent anywhere from five to ten years and a whole enterprise got together to make the one game. Yeah. I mean you're you're not you're talking about something that can make hundreds of thousands of dollars all because you had this one thing. Yeah. I mean, so there, there is that. I mean, you're, you're, they're making the tool for that to happen. I don't know how much time I've put into this game because I, when I was learning the program when I first got it, I made just sort of like a test game, but it, it didn't go anywhere. And I think when I was moving things off of hard drives, I ended up getting rid of it because I wasn't gonna finish it. Um. But I have over 50 hours just in the program alone. I don't know how many hours I have. I want to say I have like two, maybe three days in this one game so far. Um, the good thing is what I want to do, I'm able to execute it pretty well. Because their user interface is very... Uh, it's real good. It tells you everything that you need to know. It's like, what does this thing do? And you just hover over it, and it says exactly what it does. So, I mean, if I've made pretty I good don't, progress on it, I don't think. I mean, game development, like making, like creating the world and creating the game itself, yeah. goes hand in hand with that game theory yeah. and what a game it. Now we're back to what a game is. That, all that together is what you're going to basically be learning when you go to school. You're going to be dealing with like game theory, how to manipulate expectations of players and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. As well as now let's create the assets that can make the world and, you know, making certain decisions to make it compelling for someone to get into that particular game and move through it that that's i mean the tools for that it ain't like buying a hammer no no you know what i mean no. and it really isn't it's, it's like it's, buying you can make beautiful stuff with that ammo but it ain't it ain't like that because you're you're literally world building like the entire right. Home Depot you're buying. Yeah, you're buying well, it all so that you can make the whole house. Yeah. And make it not only just a house. But a beautiful but a, house. A beautiful house that people want to move into. Yeah. Right. You know, so. Yeah. All right. Well. What's on your list? I got a lot on my list. Yeah. I got big questions this week. I think Epic, you need to definitely release the demo you made for Unreal Engine 5. You're going to say that every week. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say it every week because I want to play that demo. I want to play it. <laughs> the, the demo looks cooler than most of their games right now. <laughs> I want to play um, From last week, I have one thing. I need to learn to bother people more. Yeah, you 
You do. I've said it for years. Because my my idea of not being a bother to people keeps me from getting and having the things that I need to have and get. Yep. Alright, that's all I got for that last week. Alright! Wait, I have a last week. Remember I had three I was ready to jump in, man. Sorry. Both feet. Okay, so Uh-oh. last week says okay. I saw an article from the New York Times that the Trump administration is deporting children alone. These children are ages 1 to 12 years old and they're just being sent back to their country. Their parents don't know where they are because of course the parents are being separated from the children at the border. It's against the law because the children are supposed to be able to to request asylum or their lawyers are supposed to be requesting the asylum. The parents are supposed to be notified where the children are. In this article, the from the New York Times, um, the mother was saying that the government lost track of her son for six days. They didn't know where he was. They couldn't tell her where he was. And it was because he had been sent back to his home country and a family member that was listed as an emergency contact called someone in the U.S. and said, hey... The child just showed up on my doorstep. So the parents didn't know. The family in the States didn't know. The family in the home country didn't know. They just sent his little behind back. This kid was all by himself and scared and nobody knew where he was. And this is something that's happening every day. Since the coronavirus outbreak started in the U.S., when Trump closed down the borders, he's now shipping all these kids off back to the dangerous situations they were in before, and the parents have no clue. They can't find their kids, a lot of them. Where are the parents? In detention in the United States. Why are they not being shipped back? That was why. I do do understand that they. Because they've already asked for asylum. They may not be together. I get that. But. Because remember, the Trump administration lost lost the connection between the child and the parents a long time ago. Oh, yeah. So, I get that there's no communication that way. But, why would they send the child but they didn't send the parents? Because the parents had already legally requested asylum and the kid couldn't... But wouldn't the couldn't, child no, go with No. As a dependent. It, no, that's, what the, that's why the Trump administration is separating them like that. But how do they... How does, how does the child get rights or a lack of rights that's where by the, virtue of only being a child, but that's the child the was brought law. by their... That's, against, that's why it's against the law what, he's, the, what they're doing. They're breaking the law. Okay. The asylum seeker's law. Okay. So, Trump breaking the law may not be news anymore. Did we talk about nursing homes and stimulus checks? Yes, you did. All right, then go ahead. Except for I have one kind of funny. So there's a pastor in Cameroon who was claiming to cure COVID-19 with his faith and laying hands on his parishioners. Hey, that's not as any different than the frickin' Hennessy. 
and he died from COVID-19. He didn't have a Hennessy. <laughs> if he'd have had that Hennessy, you know, alcohol cures all, man. He'd have been right. Hey. Okay, that's my last for the week. Yeah. last week. <laughs> you, were le- you were lying on faith. That was Uganda, You right? were lying on faith a little too much. You need to have faith plus Hennessy. That was Uganda, right? The pre- I don't yeah, it was. It I don't was, remember if it was Uganda or Nigeria. Was it the or health or minister or somebody who was sending out the? Baskets? No, no, no. They were sending. It was part of the care package. Yes, Hennessy. They were sending out baskets. I wonder who got paid based on you know sending out care packages with Hennessy in it. <laughs> if you hammered, you don't care. Maybe, but you know the alcohol goes down your throat, and when it goes down your throat, it kills. All of the badness in your throat. So when it's, you know, even though breathing goes one way and and your esophagus goes, you know, the other way to the stomach gland, it doesn't matter because it's in the throat. Maybe you're meant to aspirate the... No, no, no. All they said was drink it because... No, I'm telling you what the man said on the news. That if by drinking it and it goes down the throat... That's where the Hennessy is now effective at treating the coronavirus. That's what that man said. This was like a week, two weeks ago. Okay. So, down the throat. Uh, okay. You ready now? You ready for the... Do you I, I got like three line questions here. Go for it. Y'all hear me? I guess I'll just read it. Why are police around the world allowed to continue brutalizing the communities that they are policing? What is policing anyway? And it might be that we really don't understand the purpose of police. Your thoughts? You think a lot. Your thoughts? I don't Okay. Know. Why are police around the world brutalizing the communities that they are policing? We're because seeing it they're in Hong allowed Kong. to. We're seeing it in Taiwan. We see it, of course, in China. We see it all. I mean, basically, there, you, you basically can't turn on the news, excuse me, like international news and not see police of a particular city brutalizing, beating, uh, being too heavy-handed. But with the population that they're supposedly serving. Now, I do understand that every country has a different idea about what police should be. Yes. 100%. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that all police should have should be doing the same thing and they should all be acting the same. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, why is it that they're all, right now, seem to be in a mode of brutalizing? It's kind of like when we saw, we saw a bunch of very conservative people running and winning the head of state of these particular con- of different countries yeah. and they were very conservative it's like it's like a wave yeah. why are we seeing a wave of this kind of activity from police inside of these communities inside of these cities well, go i think that it's because one it's encouraged by the heads of state who i think who be specific. Okay, so... Because... Like, there's a lot of 
brutality in places like Brazil and Colombia and United, United States. States. I mean, come on now. And a lot of those um, places where the brutality is acceptable, they have really conservative heads of state. Okay. Stop saying heads of state. You're the one who I said really it. want you to be specific. Are you saying that the presidents of countries are determining how the police in a particular city how they're behaving? Because that would make no sense inside the United States. The governor oh, of the state would make more sense than this. Okay, than the but isn't that the head of the, of the state? I didn't say the no, no, president. I, I said the head of the state. No, you said head of state. And I said be specific. In the more conservative states. Okay. With the more conservative. Are you only talking about the United States of America? No, you're the because they're talking about states. They're, are you kidding me? No, we're the only ones that say the states. No, we don't. The United way, States, Mexico. Be specific. There are lots of countries, people, that call themselves they, the United States of, or they have states no, no, within, no. and they not just provinces. It, but we're the only ones that say okay, but that. I don't so, live there. No, now. I want you to be specific. I have more. Are you talking about the state of this, the state of Puebla? That the president of Mexico is influencing the the governor of Puebla. No, no, no. This the the president of Mexico is influencing the police in Puebla. Is that what you're saying? Maybe, but I also know okay. that the governor, the governor of, of Puebla, Puebla is very conservative. Okay, so the governor of Puebla and the could definitely be influencing. Yes. Now, look. More broadly, but be specific about who you're telling us about. If, if the problem is a, a one of language, and if, if you say it to an American the way you said it, they're only going to think about the United States of America. And my question is not about the United States of America. It's about police and policing around the world. Something that... Seems taken a turn. Uh, something I've noticed over the last few years with this violence around the world becoming more prevalent is that the government of that particular area is allowing and accepting the behavior. I don't know that they encourage it because I don't live there. I can't tell you. But I know that they're not stopping it. Well, wouldn't that be encouragement? I guess, yeah. But... Or at least acceptance. If they're accepting and allowing the behavior... Because they see a value in that behavior. Mm -hmm. Whereas... Or at least in the outcomes of their... Right. They may not approve or they may not like it on the surface. But they're still allowing and accepting it. Because they like what happens at the end of it. And this is not new. This has been going on for centuries. Well, sort of. What do you mean sort of? We haven't had police in the United States for that long. You were talking worldwide. No, I'm just saying it's not... I don't think what we're seeing today has been going on for centuries. Around the world. Really? I don't think it's been going on for centuries. I think there was a time when police were 
part of the community. Police were were seen as protectors. Depending on the country, they were seen as someone you went to when you needed to know something. They were they were a helping hand. Mediators. They were there to protect you if necessary. They were part of your community. They weren't seen as, and I know in the United States it was definitely like this, because even in the black community, before the white cops started coming into the black community and trying to stop black people from doing whatever they were seeing as negative at the time, when it was black folks that were in that community, they were, they did have that role. Mm. You know, they had understanding they had and but in the white community with the white cop they had that same thing right and what i'm i don't i don't think that this version of policing has been around forever i think individuals bad what we today call the bad cop yes they've definitely been around the whole time yeah because you you know you got a a guy that just likes the power and 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 just goes off on people. Okay, yeah, okay. There's always been that guy, but it seems to me that that they're. It's almost like it's being taught. Absolutely. Like they're coming out of academies with this mindset. Yes. Of, this is what I am as a police officer. Protect and serve is really just the thing painted on the car. It's not really why I'm here. Right. Unless I'm protecting business and assets and I'm serving those in power. Yes. Now, if that's the case, oh, well, that's a different kind of job and that's not the job that I would say that the populace thinks that you're supposed to be doing. And we're paying them to do it. But we also see, when you go to different countries, right, we also see them where a citizen walks up to a police officer and asks them questions. Whereas we would never do that. No. Not anymore. Mm-mm. There's no, there, there is, I don't care how lost I am, I am not asking a cop for help. Nope. I did it once in my life. And I really needed help. And I still have the damage because of it. One time I asked cops for, for help. And they wouldn't help me. So... Was it because I was in Missouri? Or was it because that's just the way cops are? I only needed a lug wrench. That's all I needed. I didn't need anything else. I didn't even ask them to help me with the car. I just needed a lug wrench. And you still have damage. And I still have the damage because of it. Because my, my hands got frostbite. And I was out there. It was 40 below. Trying to change a tire with no gloves. Of course, it's my fault. We'll get to that later. But, you know. So, I think the role of the police officer is something that has changed over time. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, in the United States, the role of police officer has been essentially the same the whole time from slave catchers up to now. But... What's the rest of the world's excuse? You know, you can't be politics of America. Right. So, 
Why are police around police around the world allowed allowed to continue brutalizing the communities that are policing? I don't know. Because it's encouraged. <laughs> See, I, d- I don't buy that because it, there I, are I, more d- people than police. There are more people than police, and why do you allow it? Okay, so I'll, I keep thinking of this thing in the Philippines when Duterte took over. And he, it was just mass chaos, but he encouraged it. He paid people to go out and murder those he they thought, without any evidence whatsoever, were either a drug dealer or a drug user. And so people were being murdered on the street at his request... And they would just scrawl on a a piece of garbage on the street and throw it on the body that said drug dealer, drug user. And they would leave the dead person on the street and go off to kill more. Okay, but are we talking about police? Yes, these were the police and then he he got vigilantes involved who would do both. I want you to focus on But these were police officers busting into people's homes, killing the people in front of their children throwing a piece of paper down saying they were drug dealers or drug users and leaving the house. There was no ramification because the president of the the country said, this is what I want. But our police, the local enforcers of the state's policies. Yes. Like teachers. Yeah. I, I keep I keep asking this question and I did it a couple times with one of the guys I know from, from Skiggy is because he's a police officer. And the idea that as agents of the state, mm-hmm. which is what cops what is it? Cops Post office workers, mm-hmm. agents of the state, teachers. teachers are agents of the state. There, there's, and then all of the people in the criminal justice system. If anybody if, who works for for the government or is licensed by the government is an agent of the state, right? But if I'm if I'm just standing outside my classroom and I'm got a child and I'm doing this to the child. Someone is going to come and stop me. Yep. Even though I might be in the right, they're going to come find out and stop me because it looks so bad that I am doing this to the child. Yeah. But a cop, no, three cops sitting on a man and one cop standing next to them Nobody in that group came up with maybe this is a bad idea. Like, what we're doing is wrong here. Why don't you stop? Like, this Asian guy, I don't know if where his family's from, but he's standing right there. He's talking to the guy. Because you can hear his voice talking. He's the one kind of poking at this guy. Like... He said, I want to, you know, I can't breathe. And he said, okay, then get up and get in the car. Yeah. Well, three men are on, on him. On top of him. It's like, 
He's got more than 200 pounds pressing his neck think, to the ground. Because honestly, as far as I'm concerned, if anybody should be angry, they should be angry at that guy. Yeah. That's the guy that is the problem in this whole thing because the other three, they're overt. They, you know they're wrong. Yep. That, that, it's not really a question of where they are in this whole thing. Should they be, should they be, you know, uh, brought up on charges? Well, their their actions, their actions have said absolutely. But yeah. this guy, by standing right there and doing nothing, saying nothing, and trying to, well, he could have pulled them off. The guy was handcuffed. Mm-hmm. He wasn't going anywhere. Nope. So I don't, and I guess I don't understand if that was. Uh, a woman they may or may not depending on the color of that woman's skin may or may not have ever thought like it would never have entered into their mind I'm going to put my knee on this person's knee actually I don't I don't think that gender would have prevented it oh I do I don't because have you not recently seen the videos of them attack like physically harming a 60 something year old woman because they thought her she and her son stole something and she they had the receipt in their hand this just happened last week no no i, I they I'm had not... her face on the floor and their knee in oh, no, her no, no. back she's 67 no, years no, no, old no. I, i'm not saying it doesn't happen it happens but daily. I, but i think that maybe with those cops that were there Maybe it would have changed their calculation. I don't based think so. on well, there you have to remember everybody's, uh, you know, every culture, every state, every city, they're all different. I wouldn't assume that those cops would behave the same way. They might have thought of it differently. They may have just thrown her in the car, which is what they should have done anyway. I don't get why this person wasn't just put in the car. <laughs> they were, they were literally. Manhandled to the point where they weren't a threat or getting up. Why not pick them up and put them in the car? Yeah. I don't. I don't understand why this thing ever happened. It doesn't make sense to me that it happened at all. But it seems that people around the world are allowing their policemen to behave this way when what is it? Police are less than 1% of the population in any particular city? Yes. If that, I mean, they might not even come close to a 1% of the population. So why is it that people are running scared from the police? Like in Hong Kong. Why is anybody ever running away from the police? I've never gotten that. I've never understood that. Well, I understand in Hong Kong. Why? Because they have the guns and nobody else in China is allowed to own a gun. But you don't need guns at that point. They don't have enough bullets. They got a good number of no, them. No, no, no. They don't have enough. Each cop does not have enough bullets to deal with the amount of people in Hong Kong. That's a fucking fact. <laughs> they don't have them. As someone who's been to <laughs> Hong Kong multiple Shit. times. No. No. I mean, just one demonstration, they could overrun any police force that came. Yep. And probably most of the army. Yeah. The army would have to use some other kind of tactics. They yeah. wouldn't be. I, I, I don't get this. They're, I think the cops, all cops, know that they are just a few minutes away of being, having a, fl- a flood of humanity on top of them that will not allow them to, to continue doing what they're doing. Every cop knows this. 
now they do a lot of things to make sure you know it's like it's like uh, the, we the suffer. Pu- it's like a puffer fish. Yeah. You know they yeah. know that they can be eating it. They anytime. know that they're poisonous. But and I and I, they've got tools to fend off whatever's coming. Yeah. But basically, a tennis racket takes out a puffer fish. Yeah. You just bink, knock it right out of the water onto the beach. It's a dead. It's a done deal. So, imagine every cop. Yes, they have a gun. Yes, they have a a baton. Yes, they have this. But essentially, eventually, there there there's not enough of them. Yes, but I think we collectively. Those of us who are not in the police departments, we are suffering from battered woman syndrome. Yeah, but eventually that battered woman, you know, bites off motherfuckers' dicks. That's why Minnesota is on fire and Atlanta is on fire. Marina Bobbitt, maybe? She didn't bite it off, she cut it off. Oh, she bit it off? No, she cut it off, got in the car, drove that's, down the street, and threw it out the window. a woman in the news. There was someone in the news. I don't... It wasn't Lorraine about it. She cut it off, got in the car, she, drove away, she, threw uh, it out the, No. Threw it out the window. No, I thought it was... Yeah. I thought it was teeth, man. I'm telling you. This... That... That, that right there changed my entire world. Look at it. Go ahead. It was not teeth. She cut it off. Um, But we suffer from this... We're constantly being bullied by the police. Constant. It starts when we're in school, like kindergarten. They have a cop come into yep. the classroom, nice. and he's full gear. He's got his gun in the kindergarten classroom, and we're being told, "Oh, this is the guy that can help us," but he's got a gun. And we've seen on the news every day of our little bitty lives, the cops kill people, the cops hurt people. What? Wait, what? We are we are bullied by the police and the idea of the police from being small children. We have the police come into the classroom and they're they come in and they're got their gun on their hip. I remember this in kindergarten when the cop came into the classroom for career day or whatever it was. And he had his gun and he said he uses the gun to shoot bad people. I was four. I remember this. I was afraid of police from that moment forward. So they start young. They teach us to be afraid of them young. And then we grow up our whole lives afraid of them. And so even though there aren't that many of them, that fear is ingrained. Now I'm a white woman and I've been afraid of them since I was four. I can't even imagine how fearful it is for a person of color. This is a fear that's ingrained before birth. I know Slave catches. I know what it's like to be a mother of, a, of black children. And I know what it's like to be a wife to a black man. And I know the fear that I have for my family. But I don't have that kind of fear that you guys have. And it's because we, we're taught to fear them from the 
the moment we see them. It's battered woman syndrome. I don't know. Maybe. It could be part of it. But what you're saying is we're afraid of the cops, so then that's why we don't take action, physical action against cops when they are behaving badly. Yep. And... And you don't want to die. I guess... Yeah, it's always that thing. The people in the, the... The people in the front... The front lines of the protest. They're the ones basically stopping everybody from the back of the protest from overrunning the cops. Yeah. And that that's always... I mean, it, it's... Basically, the most committed to dying people need to be on the front. Because they're the ones that are going to get shot at first. And then, after they run in... It, it, you see this in war movies all the time. That first group runs in. Then after that, the people come from behind them. They're the ones that end up killing the people right. yep. on the other side. Yep. Uh, like the old school way, the old... The old way of the 1800s way of, of doing uh, all the shields war. The front yeah, and it's and having the spears in the back. I just I I, I if you're gonna do it in a political way, you're gonna get rid of people in a political way. Okay, that's fine. Um, but unfortunately, I don't think that has ever been effective enough and timely enough. So, like right now, shit's burning in the U.S. in different cities that all have the same problem. Yeah, oh yeah. But then, by the time November comes around, they're not. people won't vote based on what's happening right now. Uh-uh. They're not going to look at it and go, we really need to get that guy, that woman, that person that administration. Out, out of office. Yeah. Because, you know, and but you know what's funny about that is you got people like in Chicago that made sure that people didn't return back to office because they didn't help people enough during a blizzard. Right. What? So the blizzard natural literally a natural event. Could not, couldn't, nobody could have stopped it or done anything about it, but we're going to blame the administration that's in the mayor's office and kick them out. Because they didn't do enough to help people, but then when the cops kill multiple people in our community, all of a sudden now it's, we're going to put them back in office. I don't, I, I, I just don't get it. I, this is why people need to be taught about their local politics. Your local politics is way more important because basically, like what you're seeing from Trump, between Trump and the governor of Michigan, or Trump and every other governor that doesn't agree with him. Especially the women ones. The, the idea of the United States is you've got this local control. Trump keeps acting like he can just call in and just do it, but he can't. He absolutely can't. He can't just do those things because the governors of those states must ask for that help. Uh, We saw this get played out after King was killed and Romney had to 
he had to make the call. He could not, they, the federal government couldn't just send troops to Detroit. He had to, he had to say something. He had to say, I'm declaring a state of emergency and I need the help. Can you send the help? Then it like opens up the floodgates for all of these other things to happen. But, but that also meant that people didn't get their insurance money. People don't realize that. As soon as it was a state of emergency, then insurance money doesn't get paid. Um, but I mean, I guess I don't, I don't know why we allow it to continue. We can, we complain like crazy. We don't like it. But then we let it keep happening. And maybe that battered wife syndrome thing is something that we must come to terms with because we would tell a battered wife, why are you battered? Yep. Like, why why is it that you're allowing this guy to batter you? Yep. And why do you keep making him dinner? And why is there not arsenic you, in there? Yeah, you know, why sleep? are why are you even there? Why are you sleeping next to him? Yeah, I mean, why is there, he still breathing? So so if maybe that is an apt example of where the where where we are in the US, mm-hmm. but is that where the world is? I think so. I think so. Because in China, they're afraid of the police and those people don't even have guns, most of them. You have to be a special type of officer in China to have a gun. But, but they they're afraid of the billy club. They have a lot of police. Well, they were afraid of the billy club in the States before you had police walking around with guns. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. I mean you're going to be afraid of whatever can cause you physical pain. Yeah. Whatever that happens to be. But there are two cops with billy clubs and there are 35 of you. Why are you afraid of them? And you pay for them to be there. Why are you afraid of them? That's what I don't get. You pay their salary, essentially. It's your tax dollars that are and now allowing them to be what they are. They're there to serve you. It's like you, you put more... We will put more responsibility on the guy flipping the burger than we do the police officer. Because mm-hmm. we will say, I'm the customer. You should yeah. give me the burger I want. But then to the police officer, we say nothing. Yep. Even though we're paying their salaries. Yep. It's all state. Yep. Run. I don't, I don't get it. I, I don't get why we, why we are behaving this way when we kind of shouldn't be behaved this way. I, I don't get it. All right. You guys are going to have to figure this out because burning down uh, your own community, taking out businesses in your community, especially when you burning down a business means that that business right now is going to get insurance money and just open up somewhere else. That I don't, I don't think that none of that has ever been effective to bringing change. Great for a spotlight, but not for change. And if you're gonna want change, it, I, you know, it, like I always say, you could not have the changes Martin was talking about without the willingness of Malcolm standing there somewhere around 
and scaring the shit out of people saying, there's another thing that could happen. There's another mm-hmm. possibility. It may, it may not be enough. If we just stop this one idea, there's a whole other idea right over there that we have to think about. People, people don't get that. I don't think. I, I don't think we're we're thinking about it. We will make a T-shirt, but we're not really committed that way. Yep. But them conservative white folks are. Yep. They're going to state houses. With They're guns. changing people's minds with and guns. changing people's votes with walking into state houses with guns. They're doing it. So. Why is this not happening to make police be the police that we think they should be? Why? 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 Can someone explain to me? John Rambo can do it. You would think that a city of people can do it. Yep. Ooh, John Rambo. A little first blood action. All right. He was a white guy, though. Yeah, but he was... He was a one-man army. He was a one guy that did not allow them, did not allow the negative treatment that he was receiving to happen, to continue. Right. He said, basically, because he was brutalized by the at the hands of the police yep, he was. in the police station. Yep. And then when he said, "Enough's enough," they drew first blood. But we see we don't think that way. You know, you got to be a Vietnam vet to think that way. Mm-hmm. I, I, I would have, I, I would say that we have enough, enough cultural PTSD in the United States to probably think that way. I, I actually use that. I've known you for 20 years and you have talked about cultural PTSD since the beginning, since I've known you and before. And one of my friends, um, She's she's studying abroad, and she was watching all this stuff going on, and she said even though she's in Scotland, she's still afraid to ask the police for any help. She knows the Scottish police are not the American police. They don't carry guns. They're totally different culture. They don't have the same biases. But as a black woman, she's petrified to ask the police for help. And I said, that's what my husband calls cultural PTSD. He has been talking about the PTSD that black folks walk around with for longer than I've known him. And she said, I've suffered from PTSD, been diagnosed with it, but I never equated it to being black. Just being black. And at that moment, she said, it makes so much sense now. It makes... It makes more sense to me to understand it as a PTSD than an irrational fear. Someone wrote a book on that. Really? Mm-hmm. And and I'm not the only one that has said this. No, I just but, have been saying that it's it's definitely a condition of black folks, and a lot of people just say it's racial, like Martin, yeah. or it's because of slavery. We just say it's because of slavery, but what we're saying is. Our feelings about things have been passed down from generation to generation so that the Fugitive Slave Act happens. We have six-pointed starred 
badges printed up for those sheriffs to go out and find those people. Mm-hmm. And now black people are afraid of these people that carry this particular kind of shield. I've never been chased to be to go back into slavery. I don't know what that's like, but I I think I might understand. Yep. You know what I mean? Like going into the United States, you're worried that they're coming after you now. Yeah. And it feels that way. When, like when we went back, it felt that way. It's like you feel like someone's coming after you. There's no reason for anybody to come after me. I've had all kinds of background checks and all this stuff. Yeah. I have nothing after me. But I feel like, I like even when the guy was nice to us coming into Texas... And he was like, welcome back, you know, and it's, it's like... Oh, I was, was so yeah, scared. Yeah, it, it was, it was, oh, it was, was so, worse. it was so, you feel so anxious. And it was like... It was like, what does that mean? It's like, wow, no one has ever welcomed me in this country. Nobody has ever said, like... Like, it sounded, like, genuine, like... Yeah, like, uh, like was a cool dude. Yeah. Like, but welcome back, like, you know, kind of thing. And it was like, wow. The first thing I thought was, like, what What does that mean? What happens now? <laughs> That's really scary. Yeah! Well, so... But he was sincere. I was, I was kind of battling with this whole Miami thing. For a couple of days before I suggested it. Because I'm really fearful for your safety. And I know that it, it could, something bad could happen anywhere. But I really am fearful. And so... I had to say, okay, if, if this is something that Aaron wants to do, he'll make that choice. I shouldn't stop you from doing something you want to do just because of my fear. But now with all of this extra stuff going on, all of the rioting and the anger, it just heightens my anxiety. Yeah, but honestly, I... I... We can't stop living because of that. All right. There's nothing... Because, honestly, we could go... Because our flight essentially goes from... Mexico from Mexico City. City to Miami and Miami out. Yep. And something could happen in the... I mean, we could be sitting in the airport and, you know, sitting there, you know, looking, reading the news on our phone. And next thing you know, there's a cop pulling us out of our chair. Yeah. That that That's always been a reality yeah. that, you know, because they would say, you know... You look like a guy who just did a thing. Yeah. That's how my friend brother got, my line brother got picked up while we were online. That they said he looked like some guy that he couldn't even possibly look like. Like, he wasn't as tall as the guy. He wasn't as big as the guy. He wasn't the same skin tone as the guy. And these were black folks that picked his ass up. So, there's always that potential. Right. You know, that... that and, I and, I, and because being black in America, that is not the thing you're worried about. Well, that's also... It's always a reality. It's also the reason why I didn't want to fly through the States. But I couldn't... We couldn't afford the extra thousand dollars. 
fifteen hundred dollars. Why that's why that why you're bringing that up? Well, it's 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 a normal part of living in the United in States. the United States. It's it's what what has always been there. But you know, it's like people people now have all these terms. You know, walking while black and shopping while black and you know. Being a reporter while black, and you know, okay, I mean, but that's always been there. We've always been the target of someone that didn't want us to continue doing whatever it is we were doing, wherever we were doing it. Yeah. It's like being chased out of stores just because you were shopping. Yep. You know, because they thought you were going to steal something, so they chased you out by following you around the store and then some people took the tact I'm just going to stay and I'm going to keep shopping as long and still not buy anything right or they you know and and the the idea is I came into the store to buy something you give me bad service and treat me badly do I buy anything uh, no yeah but they still do. do people do cuz basically mm, you probably needed the thing that you walked into the store for in the first damn place. Yep. You know, and maybe you can't go to the next store over and get it. Maybe you can. But that doesn't mean you're going to be treated any differently either. Nope. So, I guess... I don't know. I don't... I don't... I wouldn't worry. I, I, I guess you're probably more worried than I am. Because, because this it's, is it's your what reality. I'm all, yeah, it's, it's, it's been your reality for forty something years. You just learned to not, not allow yourself. And see, that's the other thing, though. The because because there are no accidents, Ugh. and because we know that we can be accused at any moment. You tend not. To want to go or be in places that are going to, like, as soon as you notice that it's starting to switch, it's starting to change, people are starting to get up, other people are starting to come in, it, it, the, the stuff is happening around you, you don't sit there like a hardhead and say, I'm just going to stay. You, you like that, uh, <laughs> what was that movie? The movie where they start fighting. Oh, 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 it was in the color purple. <coughs> you basically become the dog. In color purple, they're in the juke joint. And, and, uh, Suge's new man is there with her old man. And next thing you know, you know, they're, Back and forth and back and forth, and you can see, and then all of a sudden, something happens, and, and the old man says, "See y'all later," and he starts walking out, and then the 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 guitar guys are packing up, and and you see, uh, um, oh, I know what it was. It was um, Oprah's character. She's bawling her fist, and as she's bawling her fist, whoop, time to go. And then everybody starts leaving because. You know it's finna go down. I right. mean, there's a, a certain awareness there. If you haven't seen that scene, watch that scene. Watch that movie. That is, that's what black folks should do and did. But the problem is you got, like I said, young people 
that are like, no, I should not have to. They've been they've been taught that they should not have to. I should not have to get up. I should not have to leave. I should not have to move away. I should not have to remove myself because of other bad actors, which is fine. Don't leave. I don't have that. But keep in mind, it's gonna be your fault. I don't have that. When you get in trouble for by by doing nothing, when you get in trouble. It's going to be your fault. But isn't that part of the whole battered woman syndrome? But, we, that, but we're going to blame them. I know. That's we're, part of the we're, battered woman. We're, we're going to say it's your fault for staying. Why didn't you get your ass up? Did you see that guy walk in there? Didn't you know who that guy was? Didn't you know that he didn't look right when he came in? He's wearing a motherfucking coat. It's 90 degrees outside. Why are you still there? Look. It's your fault you got shot. If I would have made him the dinner he wanted, he wouldn't have beat my ass. No, because you were going to get that ass beat anyway. That's no. what they think. <laughs> no, but I'm saying you that's what, that's that. That ass was about to get beat no matter what. If you would have done what I told you to do, your daddy wouldn't have booked your ass. Daddy was going to whoop him anyway. Now, I grew up with that whole, there are no accidents. I'm playing with my friend in the backyard. My foot slips just a little. I bang it against the stair. I break my foot. What does my mother say? Didn't I tell you not to be running around the deck? I wasn't running around the deck. I slid on some grass. But it was my fault that I broke my foot because I slid on the grass because I was playing outside like kids do. My brakes went out on my bicycle and the chain came off and I crashed and scraped up my face and my knee and my shoulder and my hands and it was my fault. It wasn't because I should have known that my chain was going to pop off. That's that's how I grew up. And that's how that's how black folks are treated. Should have oiled that chain. Right. I was 7. There are no accidents, man. So you, and that was something, <laughs> you said that when the kids were really little. There are when, no accidents. You said that when two was, when he fell down the stairs. There are no accidents. This child. If you wasn't at the top of the stairs, you wouldn't fall down the stairs. He was shaking the baby gate and shaking and shaking and shaking. I, and he shook it so much. If you ain't up the stairs. He Ooh. shook the baby gate so much. He tumbled. Head over heels all the way down 16 stairs. And Aaron said, if you would have been up there with him, he wouldn't have done it. If you would have told him to stop, he wouldn't have fallen. And I'm like, are there you? There are no accidents. Are you kidding me? So it was at that very moment I was like, I will never do this to our kids. Because this is how I grew up. And this is how you grew up. There are no accidents. And so, I, there are, I'm telling you, whether people realize it or not, I would say the majority of people, especially of our generation and probably before, they all have that inside of their DNA, their cultural DNA, that says, if bad things happen to you, it's because you didn't take the right steps yeah. to mitigate the bad thing happening. There are no accidents. And I love that when people get older... Who realize that's bullshit. Yeah. Of course there are accidents. They're the ones 
that want to say, no, no, that's not true. There are definitely accidents, but it was you that taught me there are no accidents. Yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. I'm telling you, man, there are no accidents. You twist your ankle, you was playing basketball. Oh, I can't with this shit. <laughs> it's true. It's true. You were the one running down the sidewalk. That's right. You fell. Why'd you fall? Why'd you slip? You slipped and fell. Why? You do that shit all the time, and I just want to like shake you, like knock I'm it off. You, it's not people, funny. People don't. Re- it, I, for me, it's a hangover of an older way of thinking. But oh, people do blame the victim of something. Like you're walking across the street, and a car almost hits you. Whose fault is it? You're going to tell me it's my I've fault. I lived in China. It is 100% most likely, most likely 100% the driver's fault. Oh, yeah. Because they don't care. But if it's us, it's our fault. It, yeah. It's your fault. You didn't yeah. cross the street. Right. You didn't, you didn't, you should have, you, you shouldn't have kept walking. You should have seen them coming. You should have heard the revving of the engine. You should have put yourself in a different position so that. That car didn't almost hit you. You were supposed to see into the nth dimension. She got the glasses, man. She got the damn glasses. What are you talking about? She got the glasses. She can always see what's happening before it happens. Okay, so there was this time when uh, someone started to troll me online. I never had any interaction with this person ever. I never met them. You talked to them on Facebook. They were in a group. A public group on Facebook that you joined that we ran, <laughs> and she didn't like uh, an, a comment that we made about a restaurant. And she started, she started calling my phone, she started threatening me, she created a police moving, report, she called Aaron, and then. What does my husband say to me? What did you do? What'd you do? What'd you do? Because she doesn't just do this for no reason. Nobody but, does. But yes, she does. No, 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 no. I no. did nothing. You brought that shit on yourself. And it's that's, one of the ways that we think about why bad things happen to us. But this, it, it was that mentality, that thing that you just said was exactly why I didn't tell you for the months it had been going on. Right. Because I knew you were going to blame me for something that it's was... It's not really blame, though. It's just that... The, it's blame. No, no, no. It's really not blame. It's blame. It's not blame. It's a di- There's a different thing happening there. It's not... It's blame it's and not shame. Your, no, no. It's not your fault. But you allowed it to happen to you. How? That idea How? is... It's everywhere. It's literally everywhere. That idea. It's not really blame. It's not. I'm not saying you made her do it. But you but are. You no, know, oh. you're not. That is not. When people say this in our culture, that is not what they're doing. Because they will, they will all fight you and say, I am not blaming you. Yeah. They will all say that. It is not blame. It is... You open the door. The other person walked in. It's not your fault that they walked in, but you allowed them access. You allowed them to come in. See, it's not your fault that they chose to walk in. 
You see? That's the difference. Your, That's the way people will explain that. Your action allowed for you to be hurt. Yes, yes. It's not your fault that you, you got bro- That's what people mean when they say you brought something on yourself. How is that not blaming the victim? It's not blaming the victim. It, because they're not, it's not blame. Aaron. No, no. I am trying to get you to understand the, the larger picture. I'm not talking about you anymore. I'm talking about in the larger picture, the larger scheme of things, I would say 80% of the people who think that way inside of the United States, they all will fight you and say, I am not blaming that person for what happened to them. But are they blaming that person? No, they no, 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 are. No, no, they're not. Even in their, yes, they are saying that it, While I'm not talking about created, in their head. I'm talking about in reality. In reality. Are they actually blaming the person for a... It's hot. I'm going to open my window. Like if, if you were going to do a the... A bee flies in it's my fault. If you were going to do the, the... The... Well... It's... A bee flies in, stings me. I go into anaphylactic right. shock and die. Right. It's my fault I died it's because not, I opened it's not the your window. Fault. It's your fault. I brought you, that shit on myself. You brought that shit on yourself. I brought that shit on myself because it was 98 degrees that's in my right. house and that's I decided right. to right. open the window. Right. So I brought that shit. That's blaming the victim. No. It's not. I'm telling you that the people that believe that way, 100% will, will, will say to you, I don't think that it was the victim's fault. They will all say this. But you brought that shit on yourself. But you brought that shit on yourself. I go to the club, <laughs> I go to the club, low cut top, That's right. Out, That's right. That's right. all looking great, yep. and some man comes up and gropes me, mm-hmm. I brought that shit on myself. Because no, motherfucker, no, 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 no. I did not. You did, because you went to the club. It With my titties out. No, no, no. It doesn't matter. If you, you were, like, were in, in your house, a situation. Would happen to you. No, it wouldn't have happened. The fact that you went there. You went there. You put yourself in that position to even be there. And that's and that was wrong the that was the, the wrong. And that that's is, what's wrong well, with the culture. That's why this man having a two hundred pound man on his neck and yep. two more two hundred pound men on his body. And he brought that shit on himself. Yep. And that's what people will say and they have already started saying And they saying have already it. started saying it. I saw a black woman comment, well, if he wasn't re- resisting arrest, there is video evidence that this man did not resist arrest. Yep. But this black woman was like, if he knew how to act right. Act right. If he knew how to act right, he wouldn't have been he wouldn't have been on that ground. He would have been Bitch, he wasn't doing anything. I'm trying to get you to understand, man. He was black in America. That's all he did. Look. And that's all all the rest of them did. All black folks know, you better act right. You can, yes sir, no sir, yes ma'am, no ma'am. None of that matters. They don't care. You gotta act right. And act right, if you can't act right, you're dead. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. You're taking what? your life in your hands. And, and, and when you're dealing with the police, there is not enough act right. You're going to die. More often than not. Well, potentially. There is not. Because honestly, what you're describing now has not much to do with the police. What you're describing now is just being black in America. I know. It has, it has nothing to do with police because, depend. Like when I was the story I told you before, just riding my motorcycle and needing gas, 
and being just outside of, just east of Grand Rapids, uh-huh. and rolling into some small town, and I just need gas, and all I'm doing is pumping gas, I got the nasty looks right then and there, and basically, what I kept hearing was, why were you there pumping gas? <coughs> I already heard what people were going to say to me, but basically, if I kept driving, I would have stopped on the side of the road. I, I wouldn't have made it home. I needed to get gas. But if something, if somebody would have attacked me, beat me, stole my motorcycle or whatever, ran me out of their little town, which they looked like they kind of wanted to do. Yep. If any of those things would have happened, it would have been on me. I, I should have gotten gas somewhere else. You were coming back from Grand Valley. It was like your last class at Grand Valley on your motorcycle. And you had your headphones in. And for some reason, a cop was trying to stop you. And he pulled up beside you and accused you of being of trying to flee. Right. And it wasn't that. You couldn't see him behind Yeah, I wasn't you. speeding. I was literally... I hadn't... I wasn't speeding. I was, I was literally passing a car, but I had my headphones in, and I couldn't... I didn't... Uh, I, you know, on a motorcycle, I got wide shoulders, so basically, even in my mirrors, I can't, couldn't see right the car behind me. I could see the car behind that car, right. but I couldn't see the car behind me. And so you're sitting there riding, and then you know you put on your blinker and you kind of look and you see you have space. You get over, you know, you sp- always speed up because. You have to. Riding a motorcycle, you always speed up to go around people because you need to make sure that the person that could never see you in their mirror, even yep. though you're right in the middle, they that they don't get over. So you're you you need to gun the engine a bit. And then I went around them and got back and it was just going the same thing. And he he tried to act like I was running from him while doing the speed limit. Like, like I'm in a white Bronco if, or something. If you're running from him, why would you stop at the stoplight? Right. I was sitting at a stoplight like... And you got a $90 <laughs> ticket and you didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, well, you know, that's... But at least you came home. It was weird. But yeah, I mean, that's, you know... Basically, I mean, I've, I've had speeding tickets before, but... The, Usually that, you're speeding. It, it, but yeah, a lot of times, it was the speed. When you say speeding, you're talking like five over. You're oh. talking like barely speeding. Like other people are going faster than you, but I'm the one that got pulled over. Especially when I lived out uh, outside of Detroit, and I had to go down 16 mile. I was every day. in Grand Rapids. It was my first week living in Grand Rapids. Like maybe the third Michigan's day. probably one of the most racist places I've ever lived. Absolutely. So and I live in Alabama. I'm in. I'm. Turning, I have a four-cylinder little beater car. It's got a hole in the engine. It doesn't go fast is my point. And I had to turn left and then go up this hill. And now I'm driving really, really slow because I don't know where I'm going. And I'm looking for the street that I need to turn onto. And I get pulled over. And the police officer is really, really nice to me at first. And then he sees... The picture I have sitting on my seat, and it's our engagement picture from my first husband. And he said, who's that? And I said, well, that's my husband. And he said, oh, 
Well, you know you were speeding, right? There's no way I could be speeding. There's none. I ended up getting a ticket because I was married to a black man. No, you ended up getting a ticket because he saw a picture. Yeah. That you put there. So, so I brought that shit on myself. <laughs> what the fuck is? Why did you have a picture? Because Why did you have a picture on your seat? Because I was taking it to the place to get it framed. <laughs> That's what I was looking for. Okay. Let's segue right into the next one. Why don't college-educated white folks in the United States understand racism, colorism, and discrimination? Because they None think, of this is new. Because they think it all went away because they don't they don't see themselves as racist. They don't see themselves as biased or prejudiced. They love everyone and they don't they see color. They love everyone my ass. They don't see color. If you don't, they see, don't color, see color, is a damn lie. If you don't see color, you are part of the fucking problem. You grip that fucking purse tighter when I get in the elevator. You see color. That's a that's some bullshit. If you if you could only isn't see, if you were actually colorblind and you only saw like black and white, you could still see shades. Shades of gray. <laughs> yeah. If you only knew how many times a day this week I have seen, I don't see color. That's bullshit. You lie, bitch. Also, that doesn't you lie. help anybody. It doesn't help. <laughs> what you're you trying lie. you're trying to whitewash their ethnicity, whitewash their culture, whitewash who they are to make you more comfortable. So stop saying you don't see color and that you're not prejudiced and that you're not racist, because you are. Okay, back to my original question. Why don't college-educated white folks in the U.S. understand racism, colorism, and discrimination? Because they've never seen it themselves. We have movies. What are you talking about? But those aren't real. Wait, wait, wait. We have video footage from the 1960s to today. We have actual historic footage of... Racism, colorism, and discrimination. Why is it that college... I get why non-college educated people don't understand it. I get that. But what, But the college educated people? Really? Because it hasn't happened to them. No, no, no. They haven't seen it firsthand. But, they don't know. It's not What do you real. mean? You didn't see Those the goddamn Revolutionary War firsthand. Listen, I'm telling you what you I've seen. You think that shit's real? I, I'm telling you what I've seen all goddamn week. Shit, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it because, uh, you know, basically when I'm when I look at things like, uh, you know, Facebook or whatever, and you hear people see people's comments, a lot of times, it's not, it's, it's educated people. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, are yeah. that are making the comments, and when you're watching the news, it's also educated people. Yep, especially international news, they tend not to grab. Joe Schmo. No. Um, with, Bump, you know, off missing the teeth and all that. They don't usually grab that guy. No. Um, and I don't understand why they don't understand. Because mid-30s, 40s and up, you should be well-tuned to what has gone on in the United States up to that point. I get I, I get why younger people don't. They they have grown up in a different world, like you. You've grown up in a, a very different... I mean, you grew up in a world where you had a black president. 
There you go. Yep. That 100%. You grew up in a world that most black folks, most people, Never didn't even think good. It's not impossible. Nope. Okay, so. Everybody born after my generation is not going to have it either. No, but they'll have it in their history books. They right. will have a, a, they will have it there. They live in a world just like um, me. For us, it was man has walked on the moon when we were born. You know what I mean? I we didn't have to be there alive to see it. You have the footage. Yep. And then you have a world that this is an event that is just a that changed thing. our world. Right. It changed the world. For us, it didn't change. The world had been changed. Bless you. But if you're a college-educated person. And you've taken those basic college courses, you probably should be pretty up on a bit of history, especially American history. And there is some world history there that is is just as bad, if not worse, of racism, colorism, and discrimination. Yep. So, why is it that these people are not understanding it? Y'all need to to help me out on that one, because... I don't understand why they don't understand. I don't understand why, you know, I get that people wanted to use that post-racial thing. Yeah, but it's not it was true. never, never it true. was never, a, it was always a fantasy. It was never true. Yeah, like, uh, I talked to Frank the other day, and his first thing, when I picked up the phone, he was like, I saw the the black guy who died and it's it's so terrible it's like dude this isn't new this is just the first time you've heard about it it's been <laughs> oh. going on since the 50s and 60s it's like, been going on longer than that longer than that i mean like, come on now yeah this I, isn't new All right, you got anything else? You want, you want, you, oh wait, you did yours. Oh, I have more. You, you got, go, go ahead. So, um, please stop using the name Karen <laughs> <laughs> to, to describe these racist white women. Okay, if, if, I, if people use the Karen, is that racist, colorist, or discrimination? It's not them. It's not them. I always thought it was just the manager getter. <laughs> it's literally it's, none of those it's things. It's none of those people. things. It's just fucking annoying to be equated with a racist because of my wait, name. Wait, 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 wait. Where's the racism? What Where's they're the doing racist? is they're saying this racist white woman who's now just called the police on the Mexican kids or the black kids or the the family barbecuing in the park like they can because it's whatever. Legal. It's legal. Stop. Using my name. But wait, Use their name. But wait, weren't they... D- <laughs> but isn't the Karen meme... It's about the getting a manager. It's I don't about, have a problem with it's that. It's about getting the manager, the essential oils, getting the kids in order. I thought it was all about basically saying... <coughs> there's a type of woman... Uh-huh. Get off my And own. they're trying to give a a kind of like a title to that type of woman that thinks and behaves a certain way, and they've called that woman Karen, mm-hmm. like Mr. Charlie. But 
but now instead of them doing like parking lot Patty and uh, bitchy Becky or whatever, yeah, everybody's it is, Karen. Everybody's Karen. Now yeah. get the fuck off. <laughs> Use their name. The bitch in the inside. Why? Park. Karen Look, works so well. It does not work so well. <laughs> I don't the know bitch, why Karen. The bitch in Central Park who called the police and faked being threatened by a black man because he asked her to follow the rules and put a leash on her dog. Stop calling her Karen. Her fucking name is Amy. Call Look, her Amy. I know, but why? But the name is not denoting the actual name of the person. Here's the name a, is denoting a certain mindset here's of that prob- woman. Okay, here's a real world problem. When you do that, now for people like me with the actual name of Karen, I start getting a, a reputation that I don't deserve before I'm even met. So, Like Mr. Charlie. There's a, I have a friend that teaches us at a school abroad. And their um, principal had hired a teacher named Karen. She was going to take a coordinator position. So she was going to be the manager. And the staff were so mean about this Karen coming that they ended up telling her not to come because they were afraid of how the staff was going to treat this poor woman because of her name. This is real-world problems now because okay. of your dumbass can't use the person's actual name. Stop doing it. I don't like it. I'm a Karen. But it's not racist. It's not, racist. It's not discriminatory. It's not. It, it is, a, dis- it is a, a shorthand for describing un- a person who, a uh, who, who will take... <laughs> what is undesi- an undesirable tact in dealing with interpersonal relationships that nobody likes. Because that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to correct that person because they're like, why would you think this way? Or why would you be this way? You must be a Karen. You were one of those p- types of people. Right. That think and believe a certain way, and it's like that's what should stop. So then they're they're gonna keep using it. But I just think it's funny that anybody named Karen now is gonna it's have not, to be upset. It's not like like you said before. It's not the alliteration thing. Right. Use the alliteration thing. That's fun. Yeah, but I think that would probably be worse if you're rhyming it with Karen. Cunty Karen. Uh huh. <laughs> that's probably gonna be worse. Especially in the States. Maybe not in, in the UK. But especially, especially Telling you, States. man, it's just like Mr. Charlie. It is. It's it's really not a different thing. Even James Baldwin talked about Mr. Charlie. Or George for the Pullman Porters. No, George was different. George was them. not it was not depicting a mindset. No, it was, it was only I don't care about what right. your name is. I don't right. care who name. you are, all of you are George. You are a menial. You're, you're nothing. You're nothing. You're less than nothing. You you don't have. That's why you get a reaction to that idea. Is the poster? I am a man. Right. Because I have an identity. I right. am somebody. It's like I giving mean, somebody a serial number. I, ju- I think I just went from the the early 1900s all the way to fucking Jesse Jackson. That's <laughs> that that is a, a different idea 
than Mr. Charlie because Mr. Charlie was literally doing what you're talking about with women. Now, Karen, I need to switch a Them little bit. Karens. So we're we're talking about all the looting, the the rioting, the demonstrating. Just talking. The the world is talking. The world is talking. It's talking about all of this, but they stopped talking about COVID. Well, they, they kind of have. I was and, watching this morning, and, and, and they were... The protesters in Minneapolis are worried that they're going to take COVID-19 back home to their well, to whoever they're living with. I was talking to By my, protesters. I was talking to my friend well, yeah. last night, and she was watching CNN and, like, giving me a play-by-play, because we couldn't get it. I couldn't get CNN to show the footage here in Mexico. And... Um... She was saying the thing that's the most disturbing about watching all this stuff going down in Atlanta is that nobody's wearing a mask and no, and they're not social distanced. They are like clumps of people yeah. and they all have no mask. And we already know that Alabama is overrun and Georgia and Alabama are neighbors. And how many of it these... It doesn't go across borders. <laughs> and how many of these people are now going to start... What's the spike rate going to be in two or three weeks? Mm-hmm. It's going to be whatever it is. And I said you, man, it's going to be just like it's going to be just like Michigan because after that initial um, protest where all those white folks went to the Capitol with the guns, two weeks later, Michigan had a huge spike. Like I don't know, it was, I can't remember the percentage, but it was a massive spike, and it lasted for nine more days. And now, you have the entire country. Places in every single state are having these protests against the violence against people of color. And COVID is still a real thing. Alabama is becoming overrun with it. They can't keep up. someone in the Trump administration is looking at those same facts that you just said going, it's black folks protesting, they will get it and they will die. Yep, even though it was a lot of the white folks dying. control. So, before before this all happened, I saw a headline on Yahoo that said, young people in Mexico City party on the street the day with the highest death toll from COVID-19. And so... I went to read the, the the article, and in it they said that when they were talking to people about it, the people assumed that it was a group of poor people having party a party on the street, and now these poor people are going to spread it to everybody because they work with the public and blah, blah, blah. And it was the most affluent neighborhood in Mexico City, and they had like 40 or 50 people out on the street. And Mexico City can't get their numbers under control. They keep going up and up and up and up. And what's happening now is they thought they were going to be able to reopen the country soon. And now they're stuck at this. They have like a traffic light situation. They're stuck at the red light. They can't move forward because the numbers just keep surging every day. There are 30,000 people already. My thing is, and we've said this almost every week we talk about this, <coughs> it's a freaking cold and flu. It's not gonna no, stop Aaron. it. No, yeah. but what he's saying is 
it's not going to go anywhere. No, it's, it's just, not. It's got it's got to run its course through the population and those that see. This is the the problem of herd immunity. You've got to have a herd immunity for it to go away. In without any kind of vaccine, you've got to have that. But that means that a lot of people are going to die getting there. Right. Well, and and I think of places like Puebla because Puebla. A long time to happen. Puebla has has a lot of cases. But Puebla only has one public hospital in the entire state. And so they don't have enough anything to care for this population of people. Because when they had the earthquake two years ago, the hospitals were damaged and closed and they haven't repaired them. They don't have enough doctors. They don't have enough nurses. They don't have enough space. So when I was experiencing all the symptoms... My friend kept saying, you need to go to the go to the doctor, you need to go to the doctor. And all I kept thinking was, if I go to the doctor, how many more people am I going to infect or affect? And will the system be able to handle it? I have private insurance. I could go to a private hospital. But that's not the case for most people. That's not the case for you. So... Manage the symptoms. Stay your ass at home. Stay at home. Because even if your entire family gets it and manage symptoms, which is probably <coughs> you said for four days, right? Uh, at least you're not spreading, spreading it more. It's just... But there is the, the idea that you could not have it, but have... Symptoms from something else, right? Like the uh, allergies. Yep. And then because that's what I thought it was. Go someplace like to Eames, and then get it and bring it home. Yeah. There is that. So uh, So. there was no way I was leaving the house to go see it. See a doctor. If you feel sick in any type of way, stay home. (laughs) Don't matter what you have. Well, I think don't go anywhere because if you don't have it gonna get it if you have it you're gonna give it to other people i was talking to a family member this week and she had gone to the doctor because she hasn't been feeling well for a while she's got some really crazy symptoms and she waited for 30 minutes for them to come out to the parking lot to get her for her appointment she went in she was in there for less than 10 minutes and sent her they sent her away saying nothing was wrong with her but they didn't even do an exam And she said, nobody takes this seriously. Nobody takes what I'm going through seriously. And she said, there's not a moment of the day where I'm not reminded of my blackness. And this is the type of shit that reminds me of my blackness. We can't even be sick. No, it's your fault. Let me talk about this already. (laughs) And all I could think of was, if I were sick, with just even a cold. And I went to Eames. They would bump me up in front of all of those other people. Just because of my white privilege. <sighs> if I went into her doctor in the U.S. and said, it feels like somebody's choking me. It feels like someone's squeezing my throat. It feels like there's something lodged in my tonsil. They would do all the tests. They would do all the exams. They would look for everything. 
before they sent me away. Yeah. Uh -huh. And I can't... Thank you for uh, stating the obvious. And I can't... My friend that was telling me to go to the doctor all the time. She tell, every, I have a little cough. She tells me to go to the doctor. I can't understand why she doesn't... Why she doesn't see that that's not okay. Because she's like, oh, we're foreign. We can just go ahead of everybody. But she gets treated like she's not. And she gets pissed off about it. But she still has that I'm a foreigner mentality. She gets discriminated against every single day and gets angry about it every single day, but doesn't understand why it's happening every single day. Mm. Okay. You asked why intelligent educated No, people? I did not say intelligent okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I said college-educated white folks. Well, she's a college-educated... Non-white folk. Double master's degree, non-white folk. It's irrelevant, she does, but she's also not, not <laughs> dealing with those... She's dealing with a different set of issues. Yeah. She's it ain't expect, the same. She's expecting the privilege that she's not going to get. It ain't the same. It ain't the same. All right, what else you got? That's it? That's it? Stop calling Karen's! <laughs> Use their name, not mine. Stop it. You know that's not going to happen. It's way too funny. It's a meme. Now. It is not funny at all. Oh, it is when people read it. Because they know what they're saying. See, right. they're saying the word... And then what they're actually saying and the mindset that they are they are illuminating by using that now that it's a thing, now that it's a meme. And so you know I have a when that when that when that white girl comes out of nowhere with I don't understand this racism, all my friends I have all my friends are the are are my good friends and our one black friend and blah 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 and then they go you know they call her Karen they're saying something there it's it's a statement they're making with that one word and that's that's why it's not gonna go anywhere because they they can make the statement without ever making the statement we do it all the time we do it with lots of stuff like we do it with just lots of things. Lots of ideas get whittled down to one word, and then we take that one word, and it, that's what we usually say it has become a thing. We do that all the time. It just, in popular culture, it gets turned over very quickly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, next year this time, probably nobody's doing it anymore. Because they've moved on to something else. But Karen else. has been a thing for a couple of years. Yeah, but it's... It's, it's, it's been just getting a thing. more and more. No, no, no. It's probably on its downswing now. I hope. Well, I mean, it's just a, the way the way thing happen, things happen inside of popular culture. Because I have a friend that she might post 60, 70 things a day and 55 of them are Karening. She literally says, oh, Karening is happening again or look at Karen over here. I'm like, bitch, knock it off. I know, but you're, you're only sensitive to this because your name is Karen. Well, no shit. Well, use your middle name. Sorry. Nope. You'd be like, Tay, just use your middle name. 
Listen, if somebody calls me by my middle name one more again, I'm going to have to go the fuck off. My name is Karen. My name is not Michelle. I know. Quit but calling me Michelle. That's I mean, not my name. Come on now. It's one of them. Just pick one. I... You got three of them to choose from. Just pick a name, man. Just pull out the hat. Today I am. People do it all the time. Um. Yeah. I thought about doing that when I meet a new person. Just be like, yeah. My name is Maurice. You know that before you were born, we we considered calling you Mo or Reese. We leaned more towards Reese. But when you were born, you were Aaron. But for the majority of our pregnant of the pregnancy, you were going to be Reese. I don't think I, unfortunately, I don't think I have the forethought to actually say it. This one is like, what's your name? Hi, I'm Aaron. (laughs) Because that's who you are. That's my name. Right. You want me to call you something? I mean, I call you something different, but I'm the only one who calls you that. Two? Yeah. No. You are not. In the household, I am. Oh, out of the four of us, sure. But not, you're not the only one, because Jenny calls me two. Well, yeah. But our friends, because I call you that, but you're very specific. You're very particular about who you allow to call you that. Because somebody called you that and you said, don't call me that. My name is Aaron. I think it was someone It was at school or something. You didn't like it? Which was the first time I'd heard you say that since you were a were young and everybody in the family used to call you little Aaron and people still call you that and it twists your knickers I don't think anybody calls me that anymore bullshit why are you wearing knickers really that's what you grab that's what I'm thinking from this I'm having a problem with the knickers I mean even yeah I don't think anybody is called even when we went back nobody called me that Oh, they call me call you that to my to, when they talk to me. How's right, little Air yeah. doing? Or what's little Air? I don't, don't know because because they don't cause, have a way to. He's a yeah. giant. Anybody who saw me when we went back didn't call me that. Nobody said that. But you didn't like it when you were young. You used to tell them all the time. My name is Aaron. Yeah, but there is what people <coughs> call you when talking about you, like in the third person. And then there's what people call you to you. Yeah. But they used to say because they're gonna, they're always if they call you Aaron, and they call me Aaron, they're going to have to denote which Aaron they're talking about when talking about you. That's how you got the name two in the first place because our boss couldn't understand the the senior and the second. He couldn't get it. Yeah. Really, Nickers? Really? So what, we had to explain. <coughs> we had I had to explain to him, no, he's the second as in like two. The number two. He's the second one, the number two. So that's why we started calling you two. Because okay. it was easier why for him. Why are you explaining this? But it's still he doesn't want somebody to call him something that isn't his name. So why should I have to have someone call me something that isn't my name? What are you talking about? 
You said choose my middle name. No, I. but that is your name. That's one of them. But that's not three. my name. And then you got four if you use a maiden. I don't. Well, you do. I don't use my maiden name no, ever. You could. You could. <laughs> it's your name. You could make up a name. Princess Consuela Banana Hammock. <laughs> FYI, Knickers is short for Knickerbockers. Also, that's what the Knicks are. They are the Knickerbockers. So why? If you didn't know. I did know. Them, that's that's them pants right there. Knickerbockers. Knickers are usually draws. Usually panties. Pants. <clears throat> The panties! What is that from? School days. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's uh, the chick from... I don't know her name. Uh, the actress that's in The Friend in... Oh, House Party. The one who lives in the projects? No, the other one. Her... In school days, in the window. That's all they want, girl. The panties. Do you have anything else on your list? Oh, oh hell yeah! <clears throat> all right, go ahead. Yeah, it's bad up in here. It's bad. All right, um, uh, let's see. Now I, I think I need to cut it short. But, um, I can move one. But this one. Should the democratic world be backing India against China in their boundary dispute? What? You know all about this, don't you? You haven't heard about this, have you? No, because you... Yes, there is a boundary dispute. By the time I get up, you're watching Good Mythical Morning. Look, man, I get up early, I watch the news. There is a boundary dispute that has been happening for... A boundary? They are disputing the boundary. Yeah, China keeps trying to encroach on... India. Kashmir, right? Mm, it's not Kashmir. This one. This one is India and and I don't know where the where the actual boundary is. But <clears throat> This has been going have, on for no, so they have long. Never had a line. Oh dear. There's never been China's gonna take it. A boundary. And yes, the democratic world should be backing India. Well you would think. Because otherwise China is going to take over that whole country. <clears throat> yeah, I and I'm, I think it's interesting that you're not hearing anybody talk about it. I well, did see it on Al Jazeera, but I mean that was like one day, one story, and gone. But they they are they were throwing things at each other. Jesus. Well, see, they can't if they pull out guns, they're going <coughs> to have an incident that they is now a war. Yeah. So there's a there's a shouldn't they be picking sides? There are two episodes of... rocks. They're throwing shit at each other. Yeah, they're throwing shit. There are two episodes of the West Wing. I think one of them is called a man on a horse or something along that way. Something about a horse. Something along Um, that way. But they talk about this. They talk about the problem with China and India and how long it's been going on Mm -hmm. and why it's going on and... The history is like, what the hell? And why isn't anybody doing anything to help India? China just keeps encroaching further and further and further. But they're also doing that in the South China Sea. Yeah, 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 yeah. But see, that's that's my thing. 
because of this idea of encroachment, everybody keeps acting like <coughs> China should encroach. Everybody keeps acting like no. like it's a thing. Like you have a country and you should just keep pushing your borders. It's like why is China getting afforded this idea that only China and Russia is allowed to just keep pushing themselves and making, over their borders and or making out claims on lands and seas that are never theirs or are ancient? Maybe. Maybe they have no proof because they burned all their proof. But no other country is doing that. Nobody else is going, you know what? There was a time in our past when this uh, this line, this arbitrary <laughs> line, was just 100 more miles that way. Mark my words, they're going to start claiming land in Africa. Who is? China. How the fuck are they going to do that? How many, how many <laughs> countries are Chinese people... In how many countries owe so many millions and billions of dollars to China? Yeah, China just going to start taking it. They lose their, they lose their yeah, does sovereignty. It, does that mean they're going to start taking uh, Australia then? No. Does that mean they're going to start taking the United States? Right. Because the United States has the exact same problem. There's a lot of Chinese people. But there are a lot of guns in the U.S. No, no that doesn't matter. There's a lot of <laughs> Chinese people, and they we owe China tons of money. We do owe China tons of money. Tons. Like, literal tons. So, no, I don't think that's going to be the case. They're going to they're gonna, they're gonna bankrupt these countries. Uh-huh. And then? Uh, but I don't think they're going to try to... Because they can't... They, I don't think they're going to be able to say, we're going to... I don't think that's ever been a thing in our international politics of taking countries that are over there. Like, they're countries... I mean, they're literal countries away, so we're going to take this land over there because you owe us money. I don't think that's a thing yet. yet. It might be. Yet. I don't think that's happened yet. Yet. Because that's, I mean, you're like I said, it's not even a, that, that, I can see it if they were on the border, like the areas that were part of the USSR. That then Russia is now trying to like kind of they're trying crazy. to get back you know claw <laughs> back into that's they are yeah. bordering those areas I can see that that grab but not two countries away Listen, and then all yet, of a sudden you're you're, you're saying well, no, that's a that's Chinese territory right. it's different than it's I would say African people will fight back. it's between well, like. Yeah. Me trying to slowly grab the paper from the iPad or go over there and try to grab that pillow. Sneakily. Don't. Don't. I, 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 don't, I don't see that. Not in our lifetime, anyway. That's really? kind of That's kind of weird. Yeah, because it's, it's, <clears throat> it's not next to. Okay. Now, I could see China taking over areas that are next to it and taking those back. Yes, absolutely. What they're doing in the waters, what they're yeah. doing in all the, like, I could see the peninsula. Like the islands. Like Thailand, Cambodia. Vietnam. Vietnam. Burma. Taiwan, Macau, <coughs> Hong Kong, and keep pulling them. Well, they already took Hong Kong. No, I'm just saying, but just keep keep doing that process. Yeah, yeah, yeah I could see that 100%. Yeah. Keep assimilating. Um, resistance is futile. Oh, so the question, the original question is, should the democratic world be backing India against China and their boundary dispute? 
Yes. And then I said, <clears throat> what about Taiwan and Hong Kong? Yes. Tibet. Is China a bully in international politics? Duh. Yes. Duh. Well, <clears throat> I, I I would I would I would tend to think Duh. that the democratic world should probably not allow them to be that. But they do, just like... So... Because they got the most money and why, they can spend it. Why? Why are they... This this question goes with why do people allow the police to behave the way the police behave? It's the same question. Why does the democratic world allow China to do what it's doing? Why is this a part of our world where we let bad actors continue to be bad actors and they just allow it to happen it's like if I'm a bad actor at home uh-huh. that's one thing but if I'm a bad actor to my neighbors upstairs and the people outside and, and I'm a bad you would think these people around me would stop me It think and why isn't that happening so something to think about um. All right, I think I'm. I'm the rest of this uh, is is going to the next. I just have one last thing. What? I thought you were done. I asked short. you. It's very short. Today it's been ten years since Aaron got his hair twisted, and now Aaron is talking. Do you feel twisted? And Aaron wants me to cut his hair. What? You ready for a cut? I mean, I can do it right now. I don't want to cut all of it off. No, no, no. I mean, I mean, down, down to the skin, down to the thumb. I can do it. No. When you get your hair cut, I had a, uh, a co-worker that said white men look when white men cut their hair bald, they look like they just look like they their head is just a thumb. A thumb. Oh, okay. No, I just I want the sides and back. Uh, wait, so you still want locks on the dock? So wait, you want style? Yeah, I want to be cool. But wait, what are you gonna do with it? My final what is your form? What is your? What is your? You're gonna keep it cut? Show me a picture. Keep it yes. shaved? Like that. But that's that's only like all like this comes down to like a V in the back. Yeah. That one was, but like this. Yeah, but that still is. Probably not empty in the back. You still have hair back there. <clears throat> That's what you want? I, mean, I can do that right now, man. I can do it. I can do it for the people. <sighs> for the no, people. No, please. You're probably not filming anyway. It ain't gonna take that long. To do with that, that's a fade. Yeah. But to do no fade and just just chop it down. Oh yeah, I can do that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you just throw the guard on, man, and just <laughs> done. Takes no time. I mean, it's like it's like me cutting my beard. That ain't that ain't nothing. It'll grow back. It's like a fucking chia pet. Right? Oh, shit. Frank, every I ain't time worried about his hair. Every time Frank calls, you better me. y'all better worry about mine that's disappearing. Right. Every time Frank calls me, he's worried that he's losing his hair. Every because, time, it's hilarious. He's, he's so old. Cause, yeah, because his two uncles and his dad 
are both almost completely bald. And he's worried that it's hereditary and that he's losing his hair. You go by the mother's um, father. <clears throat> and then he's like, I don't even know what that looks like. When I'm up at like 2 o'clock in the morning and we're still working on the game and stuff. He's like, you should get some sleep because your hair, you're losing your hair. I was like, man, I got some sleep. I got more hair in these three dreads than you have on your entire body. What are you wait, talking wait, about? You, you, why? What is sleep gonna do for you? I don't know. Does sleep make your hair grow? I don't know. Does sleep make your hair grow? Maybe. Collagen makes your hair grow. Anything else? That's it. I'm stopping. I'm gonna stop there. I got three things. Every time mommy talks, I don't know about if I can do a game chat. Even though I have been playing it. Oh, I have nothing for the game chat. I've been playing I have things from like three weeks ago. That and I have like Doom three things from a Maybe long I'll play time. the game. I am so terrible. One, two, three, four. I have four things <laughs> from a long time ago. Maybe we need to do a game chat tomorrow or something. Yeah, we'll do it tomorrow. We'll do it tomorrow. Um Every time I bring up my hair, mommy like almost bursts into tears. So I don't know why. I don't know. I know it grows back. <laughs> the boy had was little. I had a fro like this big walking around. I'm gonna post that picture. And then and way. then cut it all off. I'm gonna post it on your graduation event thing. Your little fro. Your little. Come on, you little fro. It was not a little fro. It was that bigger thing, than my head. The thing was like this, man. He was like 1970s that. all over again. Mm. Every time you went up to dunk, it was like. Whoa. I might have to look at my photos and see if I have that. You got to tell them that. Oh, I could be like I a could dunk. I could when I when I was like six, I could dunk five feet. Yeah, but you were also like five foot tall. At yeah, six. sure. You were standing on tiptoes. There is that. I hopped. <laughs> I didn't really All right. do a big jump or anything. Right. We're not going to wait for you to No, no, scroll. no, 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 no. I'll All right. Po- I'll post it. People? If you? If you! Where's your fingers, man? Want to find us? You can find us on the YouTube, Facebook, Pinterest, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever good podcasts are sold at The Traveling Farce. If you like the Instagram or the Twitters, Traveling Farce. If you like the email, travelingfars at gmail.com and the blog space, thetravelingfars.blueberry.net. No ease in the blueberry. And don't forget to check out our Patreon. Patreon. Which is patreon.com slash thetravelingfars. I think we need to we need to have a We need something on We need to take a look at the Patreon to make sure that we can get people to come to the Patreon. Yeah, I love And that we need it. to promote the Patreon more so that people know that it's available, that they can and they also, can keep us going with our stuff because, you know. Right now it, it, it's free to sign up. What do you mean it's free to sign up? There's no cost for our Patreon right now. I, yeah. I don't think there's a cost for anybody's Patreon. Yeah, it's a subscription. It's a monthly thing. That's what no, Patreon no, no. You're is. No, not, not for us. No, no, for them. For them, it's for like you. it's zero dollars right now. But what does that mean? It means they're not paying anything. You no. have to put a price on it here. Yeah. I don't. I don't. You're saying that there's no subscription plan. I thought there was. No. Nope. I, I looked at it last no, week. No, no, no. I'm not buying that it, because it's I zero did the dollars a month. What? It's zero dollars. It I did the default. I did the thing. I did participate I have things. I think we I looked set at up it. Something. But yeah. Well, then why didn't you change it? I can't. I didn't. I didn't touch it. What do you mean? I didn't make it. 
<laughs> Who made it? Oh god, that's why I told her when I was sitting there. <laughs> I didn't make it, I just signed in to it. To finish off the setup. I, I didn't think you can I think I didn't do the setup. She did the setup. <laughs> she Karen did it. Aren't you the one that completed it? Yes! Okay. But you could, I think if you sign into it, then you can still edit the page. No, I know that. My point is... It wasn't done. She did it! it. Yeah. I, I brought this on myself. No. You brought it on yourself. You brought this ass open on yourself. It's not a big deal. It's just, I think it's like one tab in the settings. We have to check it out. <clears throat> All right. I have a We're out of here. That Say goodbye to the people. Like Say goodbye to the people. Bye, people. I hate being on the edge. Peace! Ah. Go and check out One Angry Black Man. I think it's on iTunes now. Let's find out. Ha ha ha! One Angry Black Man. Check it out, people. Taking out shit. Lights, people, man. It's on. It's on. You gotta say more than that. It's yeah. on iTunes and you can pre order it, which I'm doing right now. Told you. One Angry Black Man. I'm pre ordering One Angry Black Man. Very timely title. Right. One Angry Black Man. I'll just my pre order.